Hey guys, on today's episode, we're going to talk about B2B trends in 2020. If you own a business and you're trying to talk to other people who own a business, we have great tactics that you can use, implement today to help your business grow in 2020. That's what it's all about. We're about growth. And these are some tactical and actionable tips that you can use today. Take a listen. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. All right, so number one, and probably most, one of the most important in here, it's engage your prospects with personalized communications. Um, I think like, I mean, you see it every day now, not every day, but more and more where businesses are doing, they're actually talking specifically to you, um, Aaron Pearson, marathon runner, blah, blah. blah. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's all we're talking about here is making sure that um, you're not using necessarily like a templated email or something out of the can um, to attract prospects that you're using a more personalized way and actually researching them too. Right. And we also have to think about um, there are a group of demographics that people are like, they're also the people who fall into that conspiracy. You know, we've talked about them where they think that people are listening to them and then Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, my gosh, how did they hear this ad or see this ad? And it may be the fact that they actually Google on a website and that they're not listening to them. Who knows? But um, that personalized approach, some people love it and some people are a little afraid. I feel like it's a minority that are afraid, but you know, I, I guess me personally, it's like, Hey, if you know that I was looking at these shoes or, you know, that I do, or if I, you know, do these types of activity activities and you're giving me an offer, or you're talking to me like, this is good for me. I think the only time that I'm upset is whenever they're giving me these things like, Hey, do you want to go horseback riding? Which nothing against horseback riding, but that's irrelevant to me. I wasn't necessarily interested in that. So that personalized communication, um, I guess it's better for everybody because if you're going to see a bunch of ads, you'd rather it be about stuff that you care about. Yeah. Now, when it comes back to B2B, business to business, um, you know, checking out their LinkedIn profile or even their Facebook page, just finding out something that um, makes them tick or something that maybe you have in common with it, with, with that person. Um, for example, I know Aaron and actually Daniel and I actually, we well went to KU and it's surprising the amount of people who, you know, we talk to that it's almost every week Daniel comes in the office or you come in the office and they're like, Hey, so-and-so that lady that has this business and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? What? Oh, she went to KU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which, if you don't know, KU is University of Kansas. Um, we kind of all went there. I just went there for a year. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> no, I th- no, that's a good point because there is. There's like a client of ours that were like, oh, uh, her assistant went to KU. And then a lady that I met with yesterday, um, she didn't go to KU, but her parents did. And then now her kids do. So it's like... Um, yeah, to your point, it's like those little, um, those little ends. You just need something that common ground, mm-hmm. um, to talk about with somebody that, you know, you're like, Oh, my guard's down. They're not trying to sell me something. They're just trying to talk to me like a real human. Yeah, exactly. All right. What's number dose. Number two is re-energize your email marketing. Um, I feel like people talk about email marketing, like it's dead a lot of times or, it's something that's old and maybe not used as often, but it really is. I mean, I think decision makers and, and people 
high up in businesses, um, that's all they use to communicate is, is email or they're one of their primary tools to communicate is email. Yes, there is Slack. Yes, there is WhatsApp. Yes, there is Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to it, like, again, decision makers and business owners, they do rely on email to, you know, to communicate. Um, so I think that email marketing and using those tools for email marketing is something that it's still going to be trending, um, for 2020 with business to business. Yeah, actually there was a, I can't remember. It was a, maybe a traffic conversion conference or something like that. And they were doing like all these things up on the board and they're like, it was at the middle of 2019 or middle end of 2019. They're like, what are the trends for 2020 and beyond? And it's like, it's not Facebook ads. It's not Instagram ads. It's not LinkedIn. It's not whatever. It's something that you've been neglecting because you're changing the, or you're chasing those shiny objects. And he's like the number one thing that's going to work for your business in 2020 email marketing Mm -hmm. and it was like it wasn't just like you know you and i here now in texas it's not like we're not necessarily authorities but these are like very well-known names and very well-known brands and like all of them were talking about the fact that email marketing is still absolutely important like um you know i guess for us early on we weren't necessarily focused on that as much you could grow an agency without email marketing but now as we're scaling it's like there's no way we can't grow and and grow our clients without the email marketing so absolutely email is um if you do nothing else the email is one of the biggest ways to help your b2b business yeah and at the beginning we use mailchimp as one of the tools to uh attack email marketing um, but now we've recently switched to uh, Active Campaign, which just allows us to automate a lot of things, and it's just a more robust um, email marketing platform, along with a CRM, CRM, and a bunch of other really cool things that we can do with that. Um, and that's why we made that switch. But you're just starting out with email marketing. You know, you need to start somewhere. I would, you know, Mailchimp, Campaign Monitor. Um, there's a suggestion here for Mailer Light. Um, which does, I mean, a lot of these places do have, um, or softwares have free versions. Um, mm-hmm. so I would just pick one and just get started with it. Um, don't wait another day. It's definitely something that everyone, every business should be using as to email marketing. Right. And I guess one last thing to point out there is, um, oh yeah, you should check out SendFox too. That's another one. That's actually, uh, Noah Kagan's if you're familiar with him, but shout out to him. He does, uh, some really cool stuff and he has, it's a really cool, um, way to just it's a uh, I guess he says it's email marketers for like creators and entrepreneurs like agency owners so it's if you're one of those type of people uh, this would be a good app for you as well called Sinfox. cool all right it's 2020 if you're a business owner or maybe a, a marketing person uh in charge of uh the website of your company and you're thinking hmm, 2020 we probably need to uh, revamp our website it looks like it was from 2008 yeah i probably need to revamp right now mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> then what you need to do what you need to do first is figure out how much that's going to cost you and budget for that right so what we created is a website calculator or cost calculator so you fill out i think it's 13 or 14 questions um and we just get a general idea of the type of website that you will need um we answer questions like how many pages it will have uh, maybe some of the features that you know that um, you will need for that website um, and we'll get you an estimate of how much that will cost you um there's really no strings attached it's just 
us helping you figure out how much a website will cost. Um, these are prices that are generally acceptable for agencies like ours. So if you're looking for a brand new website in 2020, uh, you need to figure out first how much that's going to cost you. Um, that I highly encourage you to use our website cost calculator. Um, and to do that, go to Instagram and just message us, say, hey, I want that website cost calculator, and we'll send the link to you. Um, it's in we'll our bio, too. Huh? It's in our bio, too. Yeah, actually, it's in our Instagram bio, so you can click that link. But you can message us, too. It would be kind of nice to chat a little bit beforehand. Um, eventually, this will be something that we'll have on our website as well. Um, so be on the lookout for that. All right, we are back. Our third tip here for you guys is to invest in your B2B social media strategy. And uh, I guess the overarching tip from this and what you should take away is that you shouldn't just post on social media to, to post. And I've gone back and forth about this as far as like um, frequency and then quality of content. And really, it should be both. But that being said, you should have a purpose behind posting it. So it shouldn't just be like, Hey, sometimes it can be, sometimes it can be that really funny dog gif, or it can be about the storms or whatever else. And it's just random and has no point and people like that. But if you're being strategic about it and you're spending time and effort on like creative content and not just sharing an article, there really needs to be a purpose behind it. Like I want somebody to watch this video and when they watch it till the end, it has a call to action. And when they do this call to action, they get onto my email list and then they start some kind of series. So, um, I think it's just that strategy part that, you know, and we're guilty of this as well, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's more of a, just literally asking a few questions, you know, who is it for, mm -hmm. what value is it going to bring to them? And yeah, trying to either, I mean, it doesn't always have to be about the action. While you were talking, I was also thinking like, maybe it could be, if you create an infographic, let's say, mm -hmm. and it's really highly targeted for this particular audience and it just piques the interest just because it has a really cool statistic then like you've, I think you've achieved your goal. You know, you've mm -hmm. piqued their interest into, you know, maybe read something like 80% of millennials are using chatbots, and you're like, that's all you say in the post. You're not leaving a call to action to, hey, join my chatbot course or whatever. But you're just saying that people, what you want to do is get people started going uh, and talking in the comments and um, and engaging with that post from just that. Um, so that's also like a, a good way. So it's just investing a little bit of time and asking the questions about, okay, what is this post going to do for me? Mm -hmm. Um, when I, when I actually, you know, put it on social media. Right. And more so the messaging, what is the right platform for you? And, you know, for bit, bit, bit burning for business to business, you know, LinkedIn is probably going to be a really good platform for you. I mean, those are business owners. We can't get around it. Other places are good as well. Um, places that are probably not good for B2B, or I don't want to say that because let's just say not as many of them are on there are the newer platforms. So I'm not going to mention them because this may change. I want this to be more evergreen, but platforms that have a little bit more you know, people, um, and users like Facebook, Instagram, um, are also still good places for you to do, to focus on your B2B strategy. But LinkedIn, I feel like is one of those ones where, um, as we're recording this in 2020 is still undervalued as far as like the ability for you to reach people and get a lot of organic, um, push. So, and those people who are on there, it's more of a professional atmosphere. So I'd definitely be thinking about which platform you're on and the way you talk on LinkedIn, it's going to be more professional. So I'm going to be, you know, just a, a, a less, uh, 
I guess you wouldn't use the same kind of words. You would, you, it's more of a complete sentence. It's more of a, not just mm-hmm. throwing around and trying to be hip and cool and everything like that, which is fine. Um, probably more so on Facebook or Instagram and LinkedIn is more of that business professional spot. Yeah, for sure. So the fourth thing that we have here on what's trending for B2B marketing for 2020 is to refine your content marketing efforts and again, literally do more video. Um, and we've been talking about video and doing video for the longest time. Um, but it's something that businesses really need to look at and see where they're doing videos, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, um, and literally just ramp up their efforts when it comes to creating video and creating video on a consistent basis. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've done a pretty good job um, doing that and tweaking, you know, every single month probably where we kind of look at it and say, okay, what can we do different here? Or Mm -hmm. how can we improve the thumbnails or how can we do this? Um, so definitely video is something that's still going to be trending up, um, going into, um, this year, 2020. Um, and then obviously on different platforms because LinkedIn last year, two years ago, recently add added video, uh, platforms like TikTok, uh, which are taken off insanely huge, very popular, um, among the younger demographics, but, um, it's all centered around video. So, um, you need to be making some sort of video. Um, if it's just to practice, you know, for the future, mm-hmm. um, you need to start today. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's much else to say about that other than, um, uh, just encouraging word. Everybody had to start with video somewhere and don't worry. And they're probably nervous or whatever else, but just think of it as a, Hey, do I want more business in 2020? Think of it that way. If I do these videos, I'm, I'm going to get more business than if I do not. And I was actually thinking about this, you know, quote that says 70% of B2B buyers research their potential purchases by watching videos. How many times we sat down with, with people who have said, Oh, there's Aaron. Oh, there's Christian. The first time they've seen us. Like, oh, yeah, I watched your guys' video. <laughs> mm-hmm. It happened two weeks ago at that, um, uh, what is it, Brick Lab or whatever. Yeah, we went to that meeting. So it's kind of cool to, you know, there's people watching our stuff before, you know, they're prospect, they're not prospect, they're people who want to partner with us and, and do work with us. They're watching our stuff to see, you know, if we know our stuff. So, Video, I think it's a it's a great way to introduce yourself online and be transparent and show authority, and show authority and expertise and all that stuff. So, um, I mean, you think about another agency where maybe they don't show their face as much, and it's just kind of why their about page. There's so many people's about page that like they don't even have a headshot. Yeah, so it's like a headshot's kind of like a, a you need that. That was like your 2008 thing that you were talking about earlier. But like 2020, you want to stand out a little bit. Like put a video on there. Like let's do an about video. Shout out to Bit Branding. Head us up if you want an about video. But r- more importantly, like you should have something on there that you know kind of defines who your company is in 60 seconds to a minute or so. I mean, a, a minute, a minute and a half. 
Yep, exactly. All right. Last one we have here is to use chatbots. Most people know like Facebook Messenger. Um, and if you're in the B2B world um, and you're not as familiar with marketing, maybe this is like something that you're listening to this podcast and you're like, oh, I don't know like where to necessarily start. Um, Facebook Messenger has its own version of, of a, like a chatbot that you can use. Something a little bit better and more robust would be something like Minichat. I think there's, uh, what is it called? ChatFuel? Mm-hmm. Chatfuel is another one, um, but these are all ones that you could use in your business. And um, you may have been a part of a chatbot before and uh, not realized it, which that's when you know it's pretty good. But um, this is a great way for you to communicate with your customers. Say they watch that video or say Christian is watching that video. Um, he's a business owner and he's going to buy some new HR software. He's watching a video about HR and how it can help employees and how it can help the company and whatever else. And then like, Oh, book a session. And he takes them to messenger where he can answer any questions, get feedback, see testimonials, maybe schedule the demo. All of it could be done in messenger. And it's, um, but, I guess as more business owners become millennials, they don't necessarily have to jump on the phone or anything like that. So like, yeah, let me just handle this over messenger. Let's, you know, let's do this. We don't have to schedule a phone call now, but let's, let's get everything scheduled for later. Yeah. I mean, there's really a lot of even selling your products through, through messenger and chatbots. Um, it's something that's definitely growing and getting better and better every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, qualifying leads, automating your uh, FAQs, and just different things like that are things that you can do with your chatbot to just make the customer journey, customer experience a lot better. What did you um, say you could do with um, people? Like, is this through? We talked about this previously. I think where if somebody leaves you a review, you can respond back to them. Is that through a chatbot? Yeah, that's just. I mean, that's technically through um, Facebook. So right. Facebook does have. It's not necessarily a chatbot, but they do provide you with some automations. You know, within Messenger. Okay. So someone leaves you a, a, a review or a recommendation on your on your Facebook page, and this is what Aaron's talking about. Um, you can have it set up where. As soon as they leave you a good review or a good recommendation, then the chatbot will automatically message them saying, hey, thank you for leaving us a review. You're awesome. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like a little picture of the team and whatnot. Uh, and vice versa, if they leave a bad review, um, Dumb suck it. you, 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 know, you can kidding. be like sending an automatic message saying, hey, what can we do better for you? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's jump on a phone call. Yeah. I think those are the ones that require like, you know, an immediate push for like, mm-hmm. okay, let's jump on the phone. Like somebody's not happy or... Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think beyond just chatbots, even, yeah, creating these little automations. And this is, like, completely free and available within Facebook Messenger's uh, very settings. very easy to do. Yeah, super easy to do. And they have some other options in there as well. Um, the That reviews one was just one of the options. They probably have 10 or 12 things that you can do. Is that um, a, um, a video tutorial that we've done? Um, no, that was part of the local marketing academy. Okay. Check out the local marketing academy. Um, there's so many local marketing dot academy. Yeah, <laughs> want to join? Check it out there. Join that. Oh, dang it. Okay, so we need to do a tutorial about that one because I feel like that's one of those things that um, we mentioned, but they may have some questions on how to do it. So just as a side note, don't want to get too off of that. But if you're interested in that, just uh, shoot us an, a message on Instagram and be like, "Hey, can you make that tutorial for me? And we'll yep. show you." 
All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Happy 2020. This is the first one we're recording in 2020. We know you're listening to other podcasts before then, but this is our first one. We hope you enjoyed the break and hope you are enjoying the podcast. If you've been listening for a while, please make sure to leave us an honest rating and review. This helps us grow. And for those of you who are new, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. Um, we're going to be doing some revamp to the podcast this year. Revamp, not necessarily in the content. I mean, maybe, uh, but really, uh, changing some cover photos, adding a better description. Like we're and hopefully we'll be documenting our process of making our podcast better. And you guys can get some insight into that as well. So, um, really appreciate, uh, you guys listening. And like I said, if you guys have any questions at all, any podcasts that you're like, Hey, can you do something about this? Um, or I got a friend who, um, is killing it in this industry and I want you guys to talk to them, hit us up on Instagram at BitBranding. Love to talk to you guys. Have a great week. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 